Welcome to the Lisa Show. I am Lisa Natoli, and this is episode four. And today's topic is called Using the Light of Christ to Heal. So I spent the last two episodes talking about healing and some steps that you can take for healing. That's in episode two and episode three. And today is a continuation of that topic. I have a special treat for you. This is actually a webinar that I did in 2017, right before Christmas. I found it last night on YouTube. It was unlisted. Not that many people watched it. And I just was listening to it out of curiosity, and it's amazing. And I'm so excited to post it here. I wanted to give a few opening statements before we begin, so that... Webinar Using the Light of Christ to Heal is 48 minutes. I give you two decisions that you need to make that contain four words. First decision contains two words. The second decision contains two words. Very simple. And it's amazing to me as I was listening to these 48 minutes that I'm going to share with you today how much of everything that I express is the same. Looking at your symptoms, taking 100% responsibility. If you really want to move out of a condition of sickness into a state of healing, health, happiness, and wholeness, stay tuned. You're in for a treat. I wanted to just share with you a couple of things before I turn it over to the webinar. Is from Chapter 7 of A Course in Miracles. It says, to heal is the only kind of thinking in this world that resembles the thought of God. So what I've expressed in the last two episodes, episode two and episode three, is that to heal is to make whole, and to heal is to make happy. So all you're doing in healing is becoming aware of your own wholeness, and I'm going to talk about that in today's episode It says, when a brother perceives himself as sick, he is perceiving himself as not whole and therefore in need. If you too see him this way, you are seeing him as if he were absent from the kingdom or separated from it, thus making the kingdom itself obscure to both of you. And the way A Course in Miracles describes the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God, is that it is a state of mind. That's all the kingdom is. It's a state of mind. And it's a state of mind of wholeness. You're already whole. So I love this because it says, when a brother perceives himself as sick, he is perceiving himself as not whole and therefore in need. So I want you to really just think about that. Think about when you think of yourself as sick, You are not perceiving yourself as whole, and therefore you're in need. When you think of other people as sick, they are not perceiving their own wholeness, therefore they are in need. So when we respond to ourselves or to others as if the sickness is real, we're not seeing their wholeness. We're seeing with the body's eyes. We're seeing the appearance And so this really is a radical mind training where you're learning to see with the eyes of Christ. You're learning to look past every illusion. And what I love about healing 
is that it's not a game of make pretend. Healing is a way of beginning where you are right now in whatever pain you seem to be experiencing, whatever difficulty, whatever symptoms. And it's a decision to focus on the light that you are. And so you may still experience the pain for a while or the symptoms for a while, but now you have a new dedication that you're going to continually turn within, turn to the light within. And this is what I'm going to share with you today of how to acknowledge this light and to begin to extend it. And the light truly does dissolve all darkness. So you're collaborating now with the light that you are and everything changes in that. A Course in Miracles says that what you extend is real for you. So what are you extending? Are you extending your weakness and your sickness? Or are you extending love? Are you extending gratitude? Are you extending light? Whatever you extend is real for you. And often in sickness, we're not extending at all. It's just isolation. And we're in a space of feeling sorry for ourselves. We're in a space of doubt. We're in a space of anger or shame or guilt. Like, how could I have caused this cancer or this tumor or this pain? And when you're in a space like that, you're not extending. And so healing is a decision to side with your wholeness now and to extend from that place. What you extend is real for you. So you begin extending love, extending joy, extending appreciation, extending your whole self. And then you begin to join with your brother. And you'll see you know, the person outside of you is expressing sickness. And now when you see someone talking about their own sickness, you immediately know that they are not perceiving their own wholeness. When you're talking about your symptoms and pain, you are not perceiving the light that you are. And now you can help them. You can help them to remember the truth of what you are. So I'm very grateful to be here, for you to be here with me. I really do feel like this is a whole new space for people and for the world, really. I feel like how it must have felt with the Wright brothers when they were trying to get that plane off the ground. And it seemed impossible. But they had a vision and they never gave up. And now flying planes is just a very normal occurrence. It's not a big deal. It's not even a miracle. There are laws in place and you get in a plane and you fly and you don't even think about it. And I know that that's what's happening with healing right now. People think that healing is complicated what we're doing is we're experimenting with our own symptoms, our own thoughts, our own way of being. And we're being just like the Wright brothers. As we're saying, we're going to get this healing plane off the ground. And you're using your own life as a testing ground for these ideas. And the only way that you will see that they work is if you apply them just like the Wright brothers. They had to go out onto the field with a real plane and they had to test it. They couldn't just stay inside and think about these ideas. And then they had to go back into the shop, change things around that were not working, improve on things, take it back out to the field, try it again. 
And I'm sure they felt many moments of frustration, many moments as if this is never going to happen. This is just a vision and a dream of ours, and it's never going to happen. Until one day, they got the plane off the ground. And it was only for a moment. It was just a moment. They didn't get a plane to fly. They just got it off the ground, and then it came back down again. And that's how it is with healing, is that you're using these ideas... And you're seeing improvement and you keep going. You don't go back. You don't say it's not working. It is working and you keep going. And so I'm so grateful. And I just ask if you want to get updates, please make sure you're on my mailing list at lisanatoli.com. And now enjoy. I love you. Very grateful that you're here. And I'm very excited for today's topic we're going to be talking about how to use the light of Christ for healing. And I'm going to be doing a meditation today. I'm also going to be looking at the comments. There's a common area in here. I look forward to hearing from you. And I'm also going to really have you make some decisions today. I'm going to tell a little bit of my story. I want you to really look within. And often we use these bodies' eyes to look out, and they can be a total distraction from the light that you are. So I welcome you here. So we have one hour together. So what I'd like for you to do is really commit to being here for the whole hour. I ask for you to turn off your electronics I ask for you to shut down any other pages on your computer that are open and just to be totally here present for one hour. And this is going to be part of what I'm going to be sharing with you of working with the light of Christ. And many people don't even know <laughs> about a light within, let alone how to work with it and how to use it for healing and blessing, you're in the right place. And I really would love for you to give yourself the gift of being totally present. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm not just asking that for you to be here because I want you to. That actually is one of the ways that you become present with this light in the same way that a person knows when you're not being present with them. It's the same thing with this light. You're going to begin to develop a relationship with this light. So take a deep breath. And what I want you to do just as we begin is I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to focus your attention, your awareness within. It can be in any part of your body. It doesn't matter. And allow yourself to let go of every thought. And this alone starts bringing the energy back to the center. So we're going to talk about this today. I'm going to be reading from A Course in Miracles, and before the end of this hour, I'm going to tell you two decisions, four words that will change your life. So I want you to really just stay present here, 
I really ask for you to stay present. Just stay present with my words. Right now, I ask for you to just be present. Let us begin. So we're going to learn to work with the light of Christ to heal. And there isn't anything you can't do, just some things you haven't yet learned how to do. So often people think that healing is complicated. And I really want to bring it back to the simplicity. So I'm going to start there. And I'm also going to talk about what it is to be a healer. And of course, a miracle says, who is a teacher of God? Anyone who chooses to be one. Well, who is a healer? A healer is anyone who chooses to be one. So healing actually means wholeness. So healing is actually very simple. Healing is becoming aware of your own wholeness again. And the way that A Course in Miracles describes sickness is that sickness is isolation. And so anytime you have any kind of physical symptom, somewhere you've been isolating yourself from yourself and from the light that you are. And I use the language of A Course in Miracles. So I use the language of God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. For those of you not familiar with this language, I ask for you to simply keep an open mind. I'm going to be doing a couple things in this hour with you. And we're going to actually be looking at the messages that your symptoms have been communicating with you. I'm going to invite you to see things in a completely new way today. And that's why I ask for you to be really present, turn off your electronics, put the phone away, shut down any pages on your computer, and just be here present. If you'd like to write things down, you can have a piece of paper. We're just gonna start with this light. So there is a light in you it has always been there. And yet most of us are unaware of this light. And what I'm inviting you to do today is to simply become aware of it. That's all. You don't have to know how to use it. You simply have to become aware of it. And what I'm going to invite for you to do starting today is to begin having a relationship with this light to begin talking with it, to know that it's walking with you. It goes before you, it's behind you, it's all around you, and it's what you are. It's not separate from you. And this light, you can call it intelligence, you can call it God, you can call it Holy Spirit, you can call it Christ, I call it Christ. But the name doesn't matter. What matters is that you become aware of it and that you place your focus and your attention on it and you join with it. So any sickness, any difficulty, any problem that you have had has been because you have been working separately from this light. You have been separate from God. You have had the belief that people are separate from you. And so you have been living off of your center. And when you live off your center for long enough, 
suddenly there's symptoms. And so what we're going to do today is come back to the awareness of your wholeness, your holiness, your innocence, the love that you are, and to accept that. So you see on the screen, one little decision changed my life forever. What that decision was is to be as God created me. And that's what I ask for you to do today. And I'm going to, that's not the, that's not the two things with the four words that I'm going to give to you in this one hour. But for right now, that one little decision changed my life forever. I made a decision that I was going to be as God created me, that I was going to be the light that I am. We literally are distracted by everything that we see. And we think it's happening in real time. And so this is an extreme practice of mastery to stop using the body's eyes. That you are going to begin to identify with the light that you are, with the truth of what you are, to accept that as your only reality. And then you are going to live from that place. So now everything that the body's eyes see, you don't have any concern with it. You still see it. You still see the suffering. You still see pain. You still see people telling stories. But you now are operating from the light that you are. That has become your complete identification. So when you're with another you're not using the body's eyes anymore to tell you where they are or where you are. We're going to make a decision today to bring ourselves back to that identification as Christ, as the light. It really just comes from a decision. You make a decision right here in this moment. And that's how it was for me, like how it worked for me. I've had a Course in Miracles since 1992. I thought it was complicated. I thought it was a very complicated book. I had Course in Miracles groups that I went to. I just tried reading the book, didn't understand a word it said. And where there was a change in my experience was when I made a decision I was going to do what it says. What it's asking us to do is to accept ourselves as God created us. It's that simple. And so I want to see how many of you can do that today. I, I would love it. And what I know to be true in my experience, everything that I'm going to express to you today is from my experience. So your experience could be totally different. My experience has been that it's sort of the healing and the change happens over time. Now, I know that there's no order of difficulty in miracles, but for me, it seemed like I made a decision and then I was slowly over time, things began to change. I love you. Mwah. So we're going to go back. I'm going to start getting out my notebooks here. So what I want you to do, just as we begin, is I want you to think of any problem 
difficulty or symptom that you have in your life. I just want you to think about it. And we're talking about healing today. And we're talking about using the light of Christ to heal. You're going to also begin to use the light of Christ for blessing. You're going to begin to have a relationship with this light. So for me, it really is like being a scientist where you are accepting an idea. You don't know if it's true yet. And you're beginning to experiment with it. You're beginning to practice with it. Right here, all we're doing is just making a decision. You don't even have to believe in it. But to make a decision to place your full attention on the light within. And to begin to have a relationship with it. So I want you to think about, and you can write them down in the chat board if you like. You can write them on a piece of paper. I'd like for you to write down a sickness, a symptom, a problem, any difficulty that you have. And I'd like for you to write it either on the board or on a piece of paper. And the first thing with healing is, okay, we have depression. Very good. Any sickness, anything. Because there's no order of difficulty in miracles. And so what we really want to see is that, that these ideas work. These aren't just things that we read in a book. We want to really begin where we are and begin to see that this light does begin to dissolve all darkness. Okay, bad knee, digestive issues for the past two or three months. And the first thing that we begin with, and most people, if you're here and you've had a Course in Miracles, you already know this, is to accept responsibility for whatever seems to be happening to you. So don't make yourself guilty for it. Don't try to figure out how you caused it. You simply accept, okay, I have done this to myself. Okay, worry over niece. So a lot of these are also about other people. And I love that, this, that we can really begin to see that a lot of our anxiety is about what the body's eyes are showing us and what other people are doing. So what I'd like to ask for everyone here, I'd like for you to close your eyes. And I'd like to ask if you can accept 100% responsibility for the things that seem to be happening to you. Look within and just see if you're ready for a new experience. So what this is going to do is this is going to open yourself up and you let go of blaming. This will let go of confusion and doubt, waiting for other people to change. We're now going to begin working with the only thing that you can change, which is your mind. So if you can take responsibility, I want you to just type in yes. 100% responsibility for anything that seems to be happening. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Thank you. 
I do. It's like getting married. Thank you, Eric. And, and that's really what's happening here. We're getting married today. We're marrying ourselves, our small self, the limited self-being with the self that we are, the light that we are, and we're joining with it. And so here's where we begin. So we, we say, okay, whatever has been happening in my life, I'm open enough to say I caused it. I don't know how. You don't need to know how. But now you're in a new place of power. You're in a totally new place. And so from this place now, the shift back to your wholeness and your holiness and your innocence becomes very simple. And so now what it is, I'm going to give you the two things that I was going to share with you in the four words. The first one is complete identification. So complete identification with Christ, complete identification with the light that you are. This will heal you. So this is the first thing. In A Course in Miracles, in the clarification of terms, it says that Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago was a man who completely identified with Christ. What it says, the name of Jesus is the name of one who was a man, but saw the face of Christ and all his brothers and remembered God. So he became identified with Christ, a man no longer, but at one with God. The man was an illusion, for he seemed to be a separate being, walking by himself within a body that appeared to hold his self from self, as all illusions do. Yet who can save unless he sees illusions and then identifies them as what they are? Jesus remains a savior because he saw the false without accepting it as true. And Christ needed his form that he might appear to men and save them from their own illusions. In his complete identification with the Christ, the perfect son of God, his one creation and his happiness forever like himself and one with him, Jesus became what all of you must be. He led the way for you to follow him. He leads you back to God because he saw the road before him and he followed it. He made a clean distinction, still obscure to you, between the false and the true. And it says, is he the Christ? Oh, yes, along with you. His little life on earth was not enough to teach the mighty lesson that he learned for all of you. He will remain with you to lead you from the hell you made to God. And when you join your will with his, your sight will be his vision, for the eyes of Christ are shared. Walking with him is just as natural as walking with a brother whom you knew since you were born, for such indeed he is. So that's the first one. So I ask for you to make this decision to completely identify with Christ. That's the first one. And the second one is total command. So total command of this light. You are going to own it now. And one of the reasons why I love A Course in Miracles, I love the 40-day program for transformation, 
is because you need a foundation when you make a decision like this. Often you cannot make a decision like this when you first begin. That the mind has been taught how to be separate from itself, how to be separate from others. Your belief system is thick and heavy, layers upon layers of illusions, fear, worry, guilt, blame, judgment, defenses. And so you need a foundation. You need a purification of your thought system. Because without that foundation, the ego will have a field day with complete identification with Christ. You say, I am Christ. And that sounds totally arrogant. But what happens is when you have the purification of your thought system and the fear-based thoughts begin to dissolve in the light because you are identifying more and more with the love that you are, you're identifying with your holiness, you're identifying with your innocence, and you're allowing yourself to show up from that place in everything that you do and everywhere that you go. You're giving yourself moments in the day of resting, of being quiet, of being in that stillness, of remembering the truth of your identity. You're allowing yourself to simply let this light do what it does, which is dissolve the darkness. And from there, the memory of who you are springs back into your awareness. And so total command of the light that you are. And so the decisions that we're making today is to be who you are as God created you. So we're coming back to our wholeness. And what I wanted to do today, I wanted to read from lesson 190. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. And it's amazing because what it says is it says it is your thoughts alone that cause you pain. Nothing external to your mind can hurt or injure you in any way. There is no cause beyond yourself that can reach down and bring oppression. No one but yourself affects you. There is nothing in the world which has power to make you ill or sad or weak or frail. But it is you who have the power to dominate all things you see by merely recognizing what you are. So this is what it means to have complete identification with Christ and total command of the light. And what this means is total command of your thoughts, of your feelings, of the words that you use. And you bring yourself back into a place where you're noticing and you're watching what you have been previously unaware of, what you have been unconscious of. And what happens when you come into this place is that space is unknown. It's completely unknown because we have been so used to working alone. My holy brother, think of this a while. The world you see does nothing. It has no effects at all. It merely represents your thoughts. And it will change entirely as you elect to change your mind and choose the joy of God as what you really want. Yourself is radiant in this holy joy, unchanged, unchanging, and unchangeable forever and forever. 
And would you deny a little corner of your mind its own inheritance and keep it as a hospital for pain, a sickly place where living things must come at last to die? The world may seem to cause you pain, and yet the world as causeless has no power to cause. And this is where we begin. Right here in this place, all of you who said yes, you're recognizing that the world that you thought you saw, the world that you think you see, has nothing more than an effect of your thinking. It's an effect of your thinking of separation. And you make a decision, enough of that. You make a decision here on this day to begin to remember the light that you are. And this is, this is really, I love this comment here. Thank you for reminding us that we are whole, healed, and perfect. And that's what healing is. So a healer is anyone who has the ability to help another return to the awareness of their own wholeness. So I'd like to ask who here can do that? First, can you do it for yourself so you have that ability? Healing means wholeness. That's all it means. If you look it up in the dictionary, the root word of it is whole. And so to be healed is nothing more than to be whole, and you're already whole. To be healthy is to be whole. Look at the word healthy. Heal thy. Healthy. Heal thy. A healer is, is really just somebody who has that ability. It's a healer is someone who knows the light that they are, and they have the ability to help another to become aware of their own wholeness, holiness, and innocence. So who's the healer here? And what Jesus says in A Course in Miracles is that he told his disciples as physicians of the Lord to go heal the sick and raise the dead. And he told them to heal themselves. So this is the first place that we begin. We begin right where we are. And this is where it's a dedication. It's a dedication that this is your function and your purpose. Oh, I love seeing this. Thank you so much. And for those of you who are saying, I am, have you ever before this moment considered yourself to be a healer? Because often what we do in the world is we, we have complicated healing and being a healer. And what I love so much about what Jesus is telling us is the first miracle principle is there's no order of difficulty in miracles. I am a healer. I love it. And I, that thing about waffling, thank you, Lynn, is I think the difficulty that almost everyone has, I would say it's probably the number one difficulty is, is going from that certainty and that clarity back into doubt. And that's why it takes mind training. That's why I love A Course in Miracles so much because it has workbook lessons, 365 workbook lessons. You do one lesson a day and it's you working with the light. Every time you do a lesson, you're connecting with the light that you are. When you connect with the words on the page, you're connecting with the light. You're having a relationship with Jesus, with the Christ that you are. You're joining with it. And when the word tells you what to do 
and you have the willingness to do it, you're joined in one purpose. So when the workbook lesson says, now close your eyes, now think about this, now look around, now find a person who upsets you, now substitute the pain and the hatred that you've been placing on that person for forgiveness, and you have the willingness to do it, that is you in a relationship with the light collaborating with it. So in the same way that Helen and Bill were in a collaboration with each other, joined as one in one purpose, when you make a decision that you are now going to join with the light that you are in a relationship, in a collaboration with one purpose, so you're no longer running your own show, doing your own thing, that you say, I have no will, but thy will. My will is God's will. And you say yes to that. My experience has been that that is where everything that's buried that I pushed down in my lifetime to keep myself safe, to protect myself, to be liked, to be loved, whatever my defenses were in my lifetime. I pushed them right down. I created a thought system that I thought was going to keep me safe. And it's that wall, that veil that Jesus talks about in A Course in Miracles. And when you come to the place where we are right here today, and you say, I want only to join with the will of God, which is my own will. Everything that's buried in you begins to come to the surface to be seen and to be healed and to be released. And you do it with forgiveness. If there's something in your life that is in the appearance of a problem, sickness, a difficulty, what I ask for you to look at is, are there places in your mind where you're not forgiving someone, including yourself? Because what needs to happen is total forgiveness of everyone and everything, to love everyone and everything. The collaboration allows the Holy Spirit to do all the heavy lifting. I'm not certain yet, but refuse to give up. And I love that because Jesus tells us we don't need certainty. We only need willingness. We only need to be a child here and to say, yes, this is what I want. I choose the joy of God instead of pain that I am willing to look past the appearance of whatever has been causing me to keep forgetting who I am. That's what sickness is. It's the body calling loudly to us to keep identifying with the body, with the self, with the personality. And now you simply have a willingness where you say, yes, I'm, I'm willing to take this journey. And from there, you're led. Different people start showing up in your life. You start going to new places, suddenly things that you were doing before you have no interest in. All of a sudden you have interest in other things that you never had an interest in. You buy a copy of A Course in Miracles, for example, and you make a commitment to do workbook lessons. Like my husband, Bill Free, and also myself, we both individually have decided that starting on January 1st, we're going to do the workbook lessons in the new version of the Circle of Atonement version of A Course in Miracles. And it just recently was published in 2017. I'm really just looking forward to starting again as a beginner, as a student. 
And so you you come up with these just these new ideas, and these are the divine ideas. You know, one of the things that I was taught years ago is that ideas are divine currency. And so you have everything. You've been given this light. Now we begin using it. Like any place of difficulty or pain is that we've been containing the light. We either didn't know about it or there's fear there. There's fear to love. There's fear to give. There's fear to be authentically yourself. Because as children and in our lifetimes, we've had evidence that you can't give. That you can't just love everyone. You can't be yourself. And so the wall begins to be made, the defenses are there, and you go into hiding, you go into isolation. And the more that you stay in this isolation as a person, as a personality, as a body, working without God, it's just been you efforting and striving and struggling. The more that you stay off your center, there's the self is always there. The light is always here. But we are the prodigal son that has wandered away from our father's home. And we just think, well, this is just what I need to do in life. I need to keep solving my own problems. And all the while, the light is here, just waiting for us to turn our attention away from the things that the body's eyes are showing us, to turn our attention back to acknowledge this light, to acknowledge Christ. And my suggestion is to be, just begin experimenting with it. Years ago, I read this book by Glenda Green. I've talked about it before. Uh, I think it was called, was it Love Without End? Bill, you're going to have to help me if you're here. Um, I think it was called Love Without End. And Jesus appeared to Glenda Green in her art studio years ago. And only she could see him and the cat could see him. But nobody else could see Jesus, but she saw him. He wanted her to paint a picture of him. And it's now a painting called The Lion and the Lamb. While he was there in her art studio and she was painting the picture of him, he spoke to her. So he, he told her about the light within, the light that you are. What he said was that your heart center... And it's not a physical heart, but what he, he asked is for you to take your hand and move it right to some place, like see where it falls. And my husband, Bill Free, he does this a lot. His hand is always on his heart. There's so many pictures circulating of this beautiful light being that I'm married to. And his hand's always on his heart. What Jesus told Glenda was that you have these things called adamantine particles, and these are Christ particles. He was inviting her to do was to begin to send them out. So I don't even know if this is how he described it to her, but I decided this. I read the book right before I was going on a six-week trip to Europe. I was traveling for the very first time by myself to teach A Course in Miracles in 2010, I think it was. 2011. It was March 2011. And I had just read that book. And for me, the way I live my life is I hear an idea and I decide I'm going to practice it. I'm going to go all in. And that's what I'm inviting you to do. The way that it organized in my mind is that 
you send these Christ particles out from you into all the spaces that you're going to go before you get there. And that these Christ particles, these love particles will go into the space and rearrange the space before you get there. I was like, okay, that's a cool idea. That trip was a miracle. It was a it was just one door opening after another. And what happens is when you live in this way also is that doors start to close. So the light actually goes out into your life and it closes doors that you don't need to walk through anymore. And so this is why trust is important on this path is because what what often happens is that we have an idea of how things are supposed to go. Like what's a miracle? It doesn't work that way. Like when you said yes to God and you really said, I want to be available to remember who I am. And I want to be available to use my life to serve and to bless and to give and to love. I want to be here as the light of the world. Jesus says in A Course in Miracles, your only function, your true function is to be the light of the world, a function given to you by God. That's it, right? Your function is to be the light of the world. And in the next lesson, he says, your function as the light of the world is forgiveness. And so what happens is that it's it's a totally radical new way to live that you can really say, this is what I want now. This is how I'm going to show up now. I'm going to identify, completely identify with the Christ, the light. This is what I am. I'm not this body that you look at. I'm not my stories. I'm not my personality. I'm not my bank account. I'm not my house. I'm not any of these things. I am pure light and so are you. And you go out from this place and you begin working with this light and you will see things begin to change for you. Like you really will begin to see that the light is leading you. It's like you're following it now. It's like, it's like, all right, we're going over here. And I just, just last night I had the idea I'm going to New York. And I don't know, I don't know where that thought came from, but I just booked my ticket and I'm going in two weeks. I'm all excited. You end up being in a space where you're no longer looking at what you thought you were going to do. So it's, it becomes very, very fun, a very fun way to live. I'm going to read these comments here. I like joining with you. God particles. Yes. Thank you, Bill. Okay. It is love without ends. So I really just want to thank you guys for being here. And what I want for you to consider is, is can you do those two things forwards, complete identification with the Christ and total command. Only your thoughts affect you. It's amazing, right? Nobody can affect you. All those comments about all those other people, they can't affect you unless you let them. Jesus says, let them be as hateful and as vicious as they may. They can have no effect on you unless you fail to recognize it is your dream. And so you're becoming a master. You are stepping into mastery and you're recognizing that your one response can be love. Your one response can be gratitude and appreciation. And I want you to start experimenting with the light. The light of Christ streams through every cell. If you're experiencing any sickness, if you're experiencing tiredness, fatigue, anxiety, depression, 
I want you to start talking with this light. Just why not, right? Start flowing it. Start taking your attention off the physical external world and start spending more and more time placing your attention on the light that you are within. So this is going to require moments of quietness, of stillness. And start really communicating. Invite yourself to join in a holy relationship with yourself, the light that you are. For me, it's it was one of also just total gratitude. I give thanks for my radiant health. I give thanks that I can see clearly. I give thanks that I hear the voice for God. I give thanks that I'm not alone. I give thanks that I'm joined with everyone. The light of Christ streams through my mind and through every mind. The light of Christ streams through every cell in my body. The light of Christ is quickening me. The light of Christ is dissolving all darkness. I had the thought the other day that the voices that you hear, like when you go into, uh, just look at look at what happens in your mind during the day. You hear voices, right? You hear conversations, private conversations. The mind then goes into fantasies, fantasies about your future. It could be sexual fantasies. It could be just fantasies of how you're going to be different, how other people are going to be different. That's also a fantasy. This is all clutter and noise in you, you know, and I remember years ago, even though I know that this isn't a true idea, but I like I like the visual of it is the idea of walk ins, you know, beings that that walk in, that they literally start hanging out around you and they grab your attention. This is the distraction that that we're faced with. And you as a master in complete identification with the light can say no out. This is what Jesus did. Total command. You begin commanding these voices, these things that are your distractions to go. And and you just say go. And you watch, they'll go. The darkness begins to dissolve in the light because light automatically dissolves darkness by definition. I love all the comments. It's hard to talk and read at the same time. This is why I never know what to do here. Thank you. Other folks' opinion of me is none of my business. That's right. So healing is simple, you know, and and to me, I just invite you to practice, to really just say, okay, I'm going to start showing up in a new way starting right now. Make that your dedication. Choose the joy of God instead of pain. Some lessons here that I was looking at that I wanted to I wanted to offer as a prayer. This is lesson 346. Today the peace of God envelops me and I forget all things except his love. So his love is the light that I'm talking about. This light surrounds you. His love surrounds you. His peace surrounds you. And you become aware of it. And what we're told is you can't see this with the body's eyes. It's invisible. But it is a very real power. It's a very real presence. And, you know, what it said in Lesson 190 that I read is that no one but yourself affects you. There is nothing in the world which has the power to make you ill or sad or weak or frail. But it is you who have the power to dominate all things by merely recognizing what you are. 
And that sounds like an ego thing, maybe at first, that you're going to dominate all things, that you're going to have total command and total power. But that's what happens when you step into the self that you are, that God created. You, you own your power again. You say, ah, oh, the power in the presence of God is mine. I don't have to tolerate littleness. I don't have to tolerate lack. I don't have to tolerate my own excuses. I don't tolerate distractions. I don't tolerate those voices that are telling me I'm not good enough and that I'm weak and I'm frail. That this power is yours to begin to use. This is the light and you connect with it. And to me, it's like riding a wave. You you say, yes, I'm in, I'm all in. And you join with it. And then it's just a matter of, of really just being along for the ride. It just, boom, it takes you. And, and you are just following it now. Like everything that happens. And when doors close, let them close. And you start to see other doors that are opening. Today, the peace of God envelops me and I forget all things except his love. Father, I wake today with miracles. I love that. Correcting my perception of all things. And so begins a day I share with you and I will share eternity for time has stepped aside today. I do not seek the things of time, and so I'll, I will not look upon them. What I seek today transcends all laws of time and things perceived in time. I love this next one. I would forget all things except your love. I would abide in you and know no laws except your law of love. And you want to know what the law of love is? Two lessons back, the law of love is that what I give my brother is my gift to me. I would abide in you and know no laws except your law of love. And I would find the peace which you created for your son, and you are God's son, forgetting all the foolish toys I made as I behold your glory and my own. Today, I forget all things except his love. I love you guys. So thank you for showing up here. I really am grateful for those of you guys who said you're here as a healer because this world really does need individuals who are remembering their own wholeness, their own holiness, their own perfection, their own innocence, and helping others to remember their wholeness, bringing them back. When someone's telling you a story, you're there to remind them of the truth of what they are. So there is a solution. Love to look at you unless you are doing a meditation. Well, I love to look at you too. But thank you, Father, for these holy ones that are here with me. And we are here with you. And we choose the joy of God over pain. We want only to know your will for us and for the world. And we accept the truth of who we are. I accept my function as the light of the world. This is a function given to us by God. And now we accept it as our true function, our only function, our one function. Our part is to be happy. Our part is to remember who we are. Our part is to join with others. And you remind us, Jesus, that the plan is not complete until every hand is held in love. And that time does not matter. We are here, your children, your love, your grace. And now we rest. 
We are children of the Lord. And our innocence is returned to us. Our holiness is returned to our awareness. And we have no thought now except that which you give to us. The slate is clean. We let the past go. We forgive everyone and everything. If there are situations that arise in our awareness that still call to us in hatred, in confusion, and in guilt, we stand still in these moments and we remember what we truly want to be restored to the awareness of our wholeness. And now the future is no more. We let go of every plan that we had. And here we stand in this bright, shining instant of holiness with you and with each other. And we ask that we be shown our next step. And we are here listening. We are here listening in presence, in joy, and in gratitude. Amen. Practice using this light to bless yourself, to bless others. Use it for healing. Send it out. Really, you'll see. You'll see just how miraculous your life becomes. I love you.